Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening in to the two other uh, two first podcasts and that you have shared it and subscribed. And I think we rounded a thousand downloads, which I think is super excited, um, exciting. Uh, if you uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please uh, help us out with uh, a writing a review. Uh, on iTunes that would mean a lot uh, and other than that remember to subscribe and share this with your lovable friends and maybe you'll have a even better connection with them so this podcast is a little bit different is a little bit special because originally it wasn't intended as a podcast um, so I was in Spain visiting my mom and stepdad I just came back the, uh, from there now and there I met this girl who is, uh, she's awesome, and she has this uh, this understanding of life which points towards the same direction as I always uh, point to. So uh, while we were in, actually in bed, we she, she always records her conversations a lot of times because she's very fascinated by talking with people, so... We recorded uh, a conversation that you're going to listen to. So just sit back, relax, and pretend you're in bed with us. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, the sound quality in this podcast is a bit uh, worse than than it usually is. And that's because we recorded on the iPhone. So uh, I apologize for that, but it's not going to be a habit, hopefully. So, enjoy. So, tell me the thing again, what you said with the love and the hugs. Uh, we're talking about... Well, someone said to you that uh, when you... If you love more people than that love to the... Like, you can't love more people or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you said it's not an infinite... It's not a... It's an infinite substance. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, yes, it's like, if you give someone a hug and then give another person a hug, doesn't mean that first hug is less important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Your armpits smell really good. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just my... Deodorant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Just the air, not... $6,000 Never have her in the bed Because she's dirty Mm -hmm. She was I woke up and she was laying on the bed though Yeah Mm -hmm. What happened? I was holding a fedora down And she's like (laughs) My dog sleeps in the bed She used to be alive And I remember I said I, w- I wouldn't want to have a dog. Mm-hmm. 
and then just slowly my girlfriend turned me into like maybe mm-hmm. and then slowly you know and then all of a sudden we had a dog <laughs> and then I and then I was like okay we can get a dog except one thing she can't be in the bed oh <laughs> and then I couldn't resist you know? yeah she's the cutest dog ever yeah yeah why did you not want a dog before I don't know I have no idea. I just didn't... I thought... Yeah, I thought it was 12 years with responsibility. Mm. But it wasn't. It's with happiness. Yeah. It's just, great. They give you so much. Yeah. You don't give them anything, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just giving you. And uh, how long were you guys together? Uh, um, three and a half years. Were you, like, monogamous? Yeah. Oh. Well, we started out not monogamous, mm-hmm. kind of, for one and a half year, mm. and then monogamous. Mm. But I, like, flirting with the girls included in my job, kind of, mm. so we could be like, we could call each other and be like, hey, we're doing, like, spin a bottle. Is it fine if I make out with someone, you know? And then, yeah. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so adorable. <laughs> I, I know. With you. That's funny. That's actually a really funny when I think about it now. That's mm-hmm. so cute. I love it. When did you guys break up? Uh, like, I don't know, maybe a year ago? Mm. Yeah. Soon? Yeah, real soon, I think. Would you be in a monogamous relationship again? No, 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 no. Nope. Why did you break up? It was just right mm. for us. Just new chapters. Hmm. How long have you been doing this? Like being poly? Yeah. Um, I uh, discovered it in December. So, Ooh. like, I kind of, um, I, like, found out about it in... December now. December, yeah, so, like, January, like, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, like, I feel like it's not, like, when I went to the polyamorous meeting in Dublin um, and I introduced myself, I said, you know, um, I only knew that there was a word for it this year. <laughs> but they have, like, meetings. Yeah, they have meetings. It's <laughs> so cool. It's so awesome. You should go to a meeting in Norway, actually. It'd be so interesting. Um, and, um, and I said, I don't knew that there was a word for it, like, since this year, but really, I've always been like this. I just didn't know I was allowed to be. Yeah. And that's the difference, that I didn't know I had permission to... And I've always loved so many people, and I've always, like, engaged with people, like... Yeah, you know, does. No, but they don't. Like, they don't. Um, they stop themselves. Love like, they do... People. No, they do... But they they try to stop themselves, they yeah. try to limit themselves. Okay, yeah. But they, I mean, they won't be true to their feelings. And yeah. like I was, like I knew that I felt like this, and I recognized them, and I was just like, okay, well, I'm obviously in love with you, you know. But like I'd never acted on it, so like I never cheated on my husband because yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. wrong, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I thought I, I was not allowed to. Um, so I, you know, I kissed people sometimes, and you know, we'd kiss people, and MDMA, he would kiss people. We'd have a very kind of open like you know, dialogue about it, and I would, you know, say when I'm attracted to someone, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be like, okay, but we would never kind of cross that line, mm. so and we always kind of said that we were with each other, and, you know, but then I realized that it was okay, that it didn't mean that I loved him less, or didn't mean I was taking anything away from him, and, 
so we just kind of like open it up then you know and like it's when you grow like in yourself because like i was saying to alex for example he was like you know i would love to live the way you live and you know you're just like me and he's like i love to sleep with like whoever i want and be in a relationship and stuff like that he's like but i don't want her doing it because i'd be much too jealous yeah so that's what he said so he yeah. was just like i can i want to do that and yeah. you know he's like i want to have my cake and eat it but he's like i don't well, want that, that's where the hang-up is people think that they can get something from other people they think they can get happy from other people yeah security from other people love from other people yeah so so no one he, can give you he that. yeah he don't want to lose her love exactly yeah it's, exactly but he knows that he he wouldn't lose his love for her exactly yeah, yeah. so that we're not able to project yeah. ourselves into what other people would be feeling so there's just like oh well i'm fine i know i'm fine because i know my head yeah. but i don't know what you're thinking and that scares me yeah so they can't just trust and let go yeah, yeah. you know so i think um that's the thing but for me like i always had that like sense of Mm, like sense of like security like I wasn't afraid and like it took me a while to build it up and like the first time I did was one year into my relationship with my husband so that was like five years ago now yeah. you know so that like he had a best friend who was a girl and like the first time I met her like we were in a club and they were on MDMA and he left and they gave each other a kiss on the lips and I was like like it like hurt me I was just like why is he kissing her you know and he, oh, she's so beautiful and it really made me insecure and it like took me a while to like fight with those battles and like to be able to love her you know but that was such a that was like one of the like most kind of like mm, like character facing exercises that I did because I had to like really analyze myself and say well, why does it make you you know jealous and why are you afraid and insecure and it was because I felt insecure and I felt like she was so beautiful and that I was nothing in comparison mm. so I didn't have enough sense of self-worth yeah and like I wasn't I w didn't have that kind of um, trust in myself that I said well that's okay other people can be beautiful as well like that's fine you know it's like you you like people have this mentality to think that they can be the only people mm. like they have to be better than everyone else or something or have to be distinguished but they don't like everyone can be beautiful and everyone can have something special about them and it doesn't make you you know less worthy i think that's kind of what it comes down to mm. and so like after i kind of got that you know it, we completely we had a much just we had such an easy going relationship always like i could kiss people and have connections and stuff like that and like sure sometimes it did happen where I really fell in love with someone and because I had this thing in my head that I thought okay I have to either leave my husband and be with them mm. you know in order to like let this happen so I would try to cut off my emotions yeah and it's like and it's stubbing me you know yeah. like it's, it's leaving me like hurt and, and and unfulfilled because this like this fan fantasy that I would have or like um, like fancy and connection it would be building out a side of my character that was so important and if I would cut away that person, that side of my character would never get any attention. So I was like incomplete then, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I always describe it like, because you know, I study sociology, so there's this theory called of circles of, um, um, like circles of self, and it's it's an, an identity theory. So this um, cycle, I'm not, no, this sociologist Simmel, he talks about that like every circle of your personality <coughs> like cuts, like, you know, it comes together, like like lots and lots of circles like bunched up you know like if you're like friendliness you know sportiness or whatever you know just like aspects of you right. and they all cut and they meet at the one point where they meet that's your identity so like everything that defines you as a person all your experiences where they all cut each other at that one point that little point is your identity right okay um and so that just makes you who you are so let's see like you're in my circles that kind of you know that we have in common would be things like, you know, um, speaking, 
you know, love, humanity, blah, 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 philosophy, you know, open thought, sunshine, or whatever, like, all these circles of ours, and you and I actually have a lot of them in common, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say, like, there's something that you and I don't have in common, right? Let's say, let's say I really like bullfighting or something, right? Like, I really like watching it, and you don't like watching it, right? And because of respect to you, then I would never go. Mm. because like I'm just like well he doesn't want to go and I don't want to make him uncomfortable and stuff like that so that part of me where it could be like watching Disney movies for example and like I never get to watch Disney movies because you don't like them Mm. Um, and so and that's not fair because then there's a part of me that isn't getting anything so that's why you have people and other you know um, family and other people in your life and and friends that that nourish those parts of you and that you can express yourself then even more sure you can watch Disney movies by yourself but how good is it when you can share that connection and maybe like get into like Disney costume and like have like a Disney party or something, you know? Mm. And it goes on with things like photography, art, uh, sports, etc. You know? So being able to have like multiple lovers and like multiple like connections, more parts of your personality get to be like um, furthered. Because if you only have one person that you spend most of your time with, your your view is limited, you know? Mm. And so. In that that same way, and me not being able to have relationships with, with these like soulmates that I met outside of my marriage, like different parts of me weren't getting any attention, just the stuff that he couldn't give me, mm. you know, like this thing that we have in common, for example, like with the speeches, like he couldn't do that. He doesn't mm. like speaking in front of other people. Yeah. It makes him like shy, and because he doesn't do that, then I never got the chance to, mm. you know, like of course I can do it by myself. Yeah, of I know what she's saying. But you, it's interesting. Yeah, that's that's my theory, kind of, with that. Mm. That's why I think it's important um, to have multiple, as many people in your life as possible. Yeah, because this input is different energy. Correct, yeah. It's just more healthy. It's just, like, more nourish. Exactly, you're just nourished. Like you're, you're like, just like food, you know? Eating exactly. different is better. Exactly. If you eat the same it's fucking apple all day, yeah. every day, the same favorite beef every day, like, yeah. uh, one of the guys been speaking at my conferences, his name is Johnny Sporno. Yeah. Uh, he talks about like you don't want to eat the same beef. Yeah. Even though it's your favorite beef, you don't want to eat the same beef. I always talk about that. I yeah. always say that. I give the exactly same example. There you go. You know what I say? What? I, I give exactly the same example to everyone. This is what I say though. Um, I always use fruits because like I love like you know oranges and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, let's say you really really love you know, oranges. Like oranges are delicious. Yeah. And like oranges are your favorite thing in the world. And you ask me today, you're like, Virginia, do you love oranges? I'm like, yeah, I love oranges. I orange, eat oranges every day, right? But all of a sudden, from that same routine, and you're always eating it, even though it's your favorite thing in the world, you're kind of sick of eating oranges. Like yeah. you just your whole mouth just tastes acidy all of a sudden, yeah. you know. And you don't want them anymore. And then somebody offers you strawberries and you're like, oh my God. And it should be okay to change your mind. It should be okay to also say, you know what? Actually, I don't even like oranges anymore. Maybe I just want strawberries now or I want some grapes or pears or whatever. Like it's, that's the thing about mm, overstimulation. Mm. And that's what I was trying to explain to Alex today as well. I'm like, even though you're the, the most amazing person in the world, it's not their fault. They're, you know, they're just as incredible as before. But if you get too much of something, like, you know, too much of any substance, like, can kill you, you know, yeah. like, it's, like, yeah. suffocating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
and that like that's what Looking it all comes It's simple science. It's simple, it's simple. science. <laughs> it's so just na- nature. Is like, yeah, you, exactly. you know this. Everyone yeah. know this. Exactly. If I tell you, you know, like you know that it makes sense, but you're just afraid to accept it because like it would mean change. But that's that's the point. Of people are f- afraid though. Yeah. It's not. That's not. That's real. Like people. Well, the fear is not real, but yeah. p- people believing in it is yeah. real for them. Yeah. You know. Do you know one more thing that is really funny? What's that? that? Everyone says to me, every guy says this to me. They say, well, Virginia, that's really great. But he's like, how am I supposed to find someone that's like you? Yeah. He's like, it's impossible. Everyone really it, is like that. Exactly. Everyone in our nature, and our instinct, we are like this. You yeah. know, if we come down to our core. And then I say to them, well, just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not worth it. Yeah. And when have we ever done anything that's easy? All the things that are hard, that's the stuff in life that is really worth fighting for. And I'm like, dreams, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like, if you just want to go the easy route, then fine. You know, keep on walking. There it is. I'm like, I decide not to. And I'm like, this has been like the most incredible growing experience that I've ever had. Hmm. I'm being challenged every day. People are like right in my face and they're just like, no, no. And they're criticizing me and stabbing at me and poking at me. And I'm just standing there saying, yeah, I got this, yeah. you know? And I, and I just keep on explaining and I'm patient, hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause it's not just because yeah just because you know it's the truth you have that on your side you don't have to prove anyone anything mm. you just you can just like let let them figure it out exactly I know yeah you can take whatever time they need yeah <laughs> I'll have a blast over here waiting <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll be here don't worry <laughs> I'm not going anywhere having the best time ever What were the jobs that you had like before this? What what other kind of work did you do? Uh, what were you studying? Film and science, like film science and film history. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what I always wanted to study. Yeah, I was like. I always wanted to study yeah. film. Yeah. It was like we were just watching movies all. Yeah. But it, also we had to like learn all the boring history and stuff. Yeah. So, but it was cool because you you kind of learned art. Yeah. You know, like yeah. You're kind of kind of studying studying art, you know, yeah. and how art has shaped and stuff. Which I think film is so fucking awesome. You know? I know it's one of my favorite things in yeah. the whole world. So just like moving pictures. Yeah. Like, you know when you see people on YouTube, there's so many good creators on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Travelers yeah. on YouTube, yeah. and boom, you can you just you know, if you're good at. Or if you have, like, the ability to just, like, be in the movie, or yeah. what you're seeing, and then all of a sudden you're in on the North Pole, and then you're skating in California, and, mm. you know, it's just, like, you can take part of so many experiences. It's like showing someone your perspective. Yeah. Giving them, like, a little insight into what you're thinking and yeah. what you're feeling and stuff, and, like, I just I love that. It's, like, glimpses, you know? Yeah. Um, and being able to, like revert like reveal that in like a certain way and like everyone connects to it differently you know um yeah i also love like that's why i love making video with people because i love like how they see themselves on mm. on the screen and they're like oh and they remember and like it creates so much emotion yeah. in them. you know like that weekend video that i did with the guys and stuff and i was just like this is you know, like, this is something, like, just to see them watch it, it just brought so much happiness to yeah. them, you know? It's funny, people who make those videos, it's like they have, yeah. 
a broader view of the experience kind of yeah. they're like absolutely. observing observing the experience exactly yeah and absolutely and that is that is, yeah that, that's that's pointing towards the the higher self kind of yeah the filmmaker's mentality and yeah. being able to see the scene and you're observing it and you're like completely emerging yourself in it completely differently because you're like cutting in your head already yeah you know like it's really interesting yeah that's true yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy having the overview. Yeah. Like the kind of like bird's eye view of everything. It's so funny that you yeah. did that. That was what I always wanted to do. That was like my dream. I wanted to study filmmaking. But you know why I didn't? Because I felt like it was something that was so precious to me and so fragile that I didn't want to break it. Yep. Because I it meant so that. much to me. me yeah. Too. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't want you to tell me how to do it. I want to feel it, you know? Because it comes from creativity. Exactly. And it's not like a system. Like, And I felt like so many people that I met that were studying film, mm. they stopped making movies. Yeah. And that was so sad. Because, and like, I was with some people in like Salzburg and we made this like sound of music video to like this story me song. We were like going on all the sound of music spots and we had so much fun. And there was these three filmmaker girls from um, Australia, from Sydney. And they were like, wow, we've never made a movie like this and we study film. And I'm like, what? Like, they're like, this is so much fun. They're like, he's like, oh, when we do it, we always have to think about everything and how we cut the scenes and like, you know, and structure everything first and yeah. write everything down or write a script. We can't just do it like that. And I'm like, but that's like the best <laughs> way, you know? the only way. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I'm like, I was just like, I really don't want to study film. I'm like, I don't want to be like you guys, you know? I like to take oh. that away. I'm like, I want to just learn the theory myself. Isn't it funny? You know, Sir Ken Robinson? He does yeah. That. Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, the like, best. like literally school oh. is cr- killing creativity. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, all right. I mean, it. that's taking every school under one like uh, phrase but, uh, mm-hmm. or one statement because it's not like that in, for everyone or in every school. Yeah. But so general, in general, average, yeah. it fucking does. Yeah. In this the life. best school that I ever went to. Did I tell you about that homeschool that I went to? No. It was in the Dominican Republic, and it was like this guy, and he just basically just started it like for his kids because he wanted to, them to have like an American um, high school diploma. So they he ordered like homeschooling books for them, but then like all these neighbors and stuff heard about it, so they kind of started the school, and we're like twenty five people, huh. and we had like a private cook that cooked for us, and like we all went there, and he was a vet. So each, like, there was, like, 20 dogs there, so you can have, like, a dog under your table that you're just, like, stroking and stuff. And, like, what you do is, like, everyone has their own schoolwork, so they do their own work, and you can work at the pace that you want. Like, most of my friends finished high school with 15 or 16, because they were just so smart, like, they just kept on doing the work, you know? And so, like, every... Wow! Yeah, it was amazing. Like, so you had these super talented people there, because, like, you had your own learning pace... And so everyone was just, like, so smart. They do what they want in their pace. Exactly. And how <laughs> that's, they want. That's, that's the school of life. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And there was, like, the only thing, like, if you wanted to do the school year normal, you would do two, like, workbooks a week. That was, like, how it worked. Yeah. But, like, most people then did, like, four or eight, you know, like, they were just, like, I did the eighth grade in two months. Yeah. You know, like, it was so cool. And so, like, um, we would get to school at nine and we would all sit in a big room, like a circular room. Yeah. And we would call it, like, devotion. And we would just sit down and we would discuss about, like, poetry. Someone would read a story. Or we would tell, like, a kind story that someone happened to someone. Like, oh, my God. And, and we would all, like, we would all discuss. And it was, like, this flowing of, like, creativity and energy. And, like, we became so emotionally intelligent through being in that yeah. school. And, like, because it was everyone the same ages, like, different ages. So it was, like, high school. So from, like, 
seventh grade to twelfth grade. Like there was like five grades. So you could be talking to an eighteen year old with like a fourteen year old and then you would through talking to them and they could help you with your schoolwork. And it was just like super interconnectedness. And like if I was like learning for a test, I could ask you and I'm like I'm like, Morton, do you wanna go to the yeah, back room yeah, with me? We yeah. had like a lounge room with like sofas and stuff. I'm like, Do you wanna like question me? And so we would sit there and you would tell me things, you're like, okay, no, when you think of this, think of candle. And then you would help me, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to remember things. And, like, that's how you then would learn, because you learned with someone else. And um, and we did, we had our own village as well, because we did a lot of charity projects. So we had our own village where we built the houses, like, 30 houses, and put families in there, and brought them food. And we had, like, every Wednesday was the milk ministry, where we would drive around, they would pick, like, three or four people that got to go and you would drive around giving milk and bread to the babies and children like in these villages mm. in the Dominican Republic and it was like this incredible experience because like you felt what it was like to give and like when people would need you know so you really saw like poverty kindness you know like love at like its rawest form yeah. you know and then we had every it was um, like a tribe it was yeah it was incredible and we went on camping trips over the weekends and stuff like the whole school and we'd go camping on the beach and we would like do barbecues and like it was the best time of my life any school I was never like as happy challenged like emotionally like because and every day we did sports every day yeah, an hour of sports yeah and um and then like what I loved is also we did something called a reaction paper like that's what we did like in literature so you would pick up we had a library you would pick a book out of the library and every week you would have to read 100 pages of that book and yeah. write a reaction paper let's say that it was like one topic like and in those hundred pages, like what gave you the strongest reaction? Like what okay. was the thing where you were like, whoa, like that really made me whoa. think. Yeah, yeah. And so you would pick something, let's say like a woman was cheating on her husband or something. And then you would take that topic and you're like, well, like in this book, like, you know, this was the topic, um, you know. Oh my God, things. that's a genius fucking exercise. Because it's like the best, right? Because then that- you can literally point out what, pe- what people what thoughts people are people uh, are like stuck on yeah exactly and like what it makes them like what it, what exactly like um you know like expresses something in yourself or like expresses like emotion or or like or you relate to your own life you know yeah, yeah. and um and, and then yeah, you talk about it afterwards yeah you talk about it with the with the teachers so they yeah. give you yeah they give you feedback Obviously. so we had one teach we had one or two teachers there sometimes can and they take would take a little warmer here. Yeah, yeah. And they would like correct things and um um yeah, I'll just turn it off for a little bit. Yeah. Like they would correct things and like give you feedback and stuff like that. And so that's all you needed. And no one was giving lessons. Yeah. The teachers would just be there to like give you the tests and like to make you think and if you were stuck on something, like you could discuss with it about it and like yeah. It was the best school I've ever wow. been to. That's the school that my kids are gonna go to. Like I'm gonna yeah, create an environment. Yeah, mine too. If I ever that. have kids. Yeah, definitely. Like that's that's the that's the top of that's the highest te- human technology in the world, right there. Yeah. Like there, yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Imagine what you could do nowadays with videos and photography and like the internet and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's so much like you know. So you much should stuff. go there and make a film of it. You know. Yeah. YouTube video out of it. Yeah, I don't think it exists anymore, though. Really? Yeah. But there's a lot of alternative schooling. Did you th- see the TED Talk of that little boy that was homeschooled? No. Oh, my God. He was so awesome. And he said, like, you know, grown-ups always ask you, what do you want to be when you grew up? And he's like, all I want to be is happy. You yeah. know? And he gave, like, the coolest speech. And I was like, that's my kid. That's the fucking kid that I'm going to have. Like, And he was talking about, like, how his, he's like... 
my mom took me out of schooling when I was like um, 11 years old. She's like, all the neighbors and everyone said like she was crazy and like said that I shouldn't do it. But it was the best decision she's ever made in her life. And I'm so happy. Like, just like, I was just like, wow. Like, and he was telling like this group of people and like basically like in my school, like very similar. Yeah. And he could pick like what he wanted to learn and like how he wanted his agenda. And they didn't only do like, um, like book learning. They also did stuff like woodwork and like electricity and like building things and like all these awesome things like that children never learn about, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And they even have like snowboarding class or something like that, you yeah. know? So some like really cool sports. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And he wants to like open his own business or something one day, you know? And like, did you hear, see the Ted talk of the guy who says, um, uh, grow your children to be entrepreneurs. No, it's so cool. So he says like, He's like, as a kid, like he was grown up by his dad to be an entrepreneur. And he's like, you should never give your kids anything for free. Like never, um, uh, like never just give them stuff, but, um, like that they should, whenever they do tasks around the house, you should pay them, you know, like for cleaning or something like that, you pay them. And half of the money goes into a savings account with that, that they're going to buy like bonds and property one day. Mm -hmm. And the other half is for toys so that any toys or anything, you just don't buy it to them, but they have to buy it themselves from the toy you know, um, yeah. the toy account, you know <laughs> what I mean? Genius. That's yeah. so smart. And it's like, it's so like, cause kids just are used to just getting stuff. Like I was yeah. never like that. I would never get anything. Like I would have to like really make a case yeah, yeah, if yeah, I wanted too, something. Yeah. yeah. It was hard for yeah. me to get stuff. And so that's what you should do for them that they're like, okay, well you want toys. That's great. Every time you wash the dishes, you get like 50 cents or something like that, you know, yeah. and then you put it and then half of it goes towards your, um, your like investment account, yeah. you know, and then yeah, the other half. Yeah. And you can make different accounts. Exactly, it could yeah. be different things, and like him, and then for example. they want to learn more about investment. Exactly. They want to learn how to bring value in order to yeah. like, and how to, yeah. Yeah. As and long as money is a tool, that's yeah. a fucking genius idea. Yeah. And he started his first business when he was like nine, so like he had all sorts of businesses already yeah. going on. When he yes, was- of course. Yeah, he did. yeah. <laughs> like the coolest shit. Like one of them, for example, was he would go around to um, to people's houses yeah. and he would ask them for their old coat hangers from. Um, uh, like, uh, you know, that you use for like dry cleaning and stuff. You would uh-huh. have like these coat hangers, like just made out of iron. Okay. So you would go around with like a little, you know, yeah. cart and, and all the neighbors and he would get all these coat hangers and then he would call up different, um, he called up different, um, laundry mats okay. and asked them how much they would buy his coat hangers for, oh, you know serious? what I mean? Like, just like so smart, like this little eight year old. So he would call them up and then, um, he would, uh, he said like, you know, he's like, oh, how much will you give me? And they're like, okay, 30 cents each, you know? Yeah. And then, um, he's like, how about like, he's like, um, he's like 30.5, you know, he already then understood like if he like, how he could like raise the price, yes. you know, so you got yeah. different quotes from different people. Yeah. Um, he called like every laundromat and then he got like the best price and then he sold them like in bulk, the That's coat hangers to these laundromats, you know, like a little kid. And like, he had like all these sort of things. And you know what I just realized? Yeah. Uh, my when my stepdad came yeah. into my life, yeah, I did two things when I was a kid. Yeah, the one thing was like he was fishing, mm-hmm. and they encouraged me like go to the neighbors and sell his fish. Yeah, and I did. That's so awesome. And then another time, he didn't. Even, I don't know if he encouraged me, but he was yeah. like there. Me and my mom, not yeah, my mom, my sister, and yeah. my stepdad, and me. Yeah. Like they had motorcycles. We went yeah. like a motorcycle camping event yeah. type of thing, and then. 
and then you know there was the camp there in the bar and everyone got drunk yeah so i wh- i had a lighter yeah. so i went around on that like pub camping yeah. type thing and uh, and asked people to uh if they wanted to, me to light their cigarette because i yeah. saw people who took up a cigarette and i ran with my lighter and said you want yeah. me to, and then i said give me some money yeah you know? <laughs> like uh, and then i collected bottles you know yeah so that night i earned i think it was like fifty dollars or something and, what? I was, and i was like uh, so i was a much. kid yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much for a kid that's awesome that's how it should be done yeah when i was eight i had an idea in the dominican republic to open up a company of bicycle tours really yeah and so me and my friend like we started just really? stealing bikes yeah <laughs> we're just like oh we're just gonna steal these bikes you know because my mom's like how are you gonna start your company like you need capital and i'm like no it's fine like we'll find the bikes you know and so we had like a headquarters like we found like an old house even that we were gonna turn into our office and like we were designing flyers and everything you yeah. know like so like i just had like this business kind of mentality and like we would also pick fruits from the trees and we just sell them to the tourists oh my god you know and we would go around these two like little white kids and we'd be like on the beach for them do you guys know about this <laughs> see awesome. we have business gene yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's how it is you know because like, yeah. you can make a profit out of anything basically yeah, you know? as long as you bring value exactly you know? in exchange of you know, other made yeah. of value yeah yeah you know like i'm gonna totally raise my kids like that and like nothing should be for free like you should think about it and you should think about what something is worth and how you can like it's already like kind of orientating your mind and 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 expanding it onto how am i going to like use the situation and like it's even it even goes about being responsible with money you know like yeah um i was reading this this sales article um the other day at work and it said don't ever spend money but invest it yeah and i was just like there's so much stuff that i just spend money on that is not an investment at all so it said you should at least spend like 80 or 100 dollars like a month like on just stocks yeah like just spend that money on stocks so instead of like buying like drinks or something like that imagine like the amount of like people like spend on alcohol like when when george and alex go out they'll spend like 50 60 euros at least on drinks getting into clubs and stuff like that imagine if you would just put that in the stock market yeah you know what i mean like and i was like i should do that i'm gonna do that now every month i'm gonna take away like 100 or 150 euros and just invest it yeah yeah yeah, you know like why is that not occurred to me no yeah you know yeah so like that's the thing like we waste too much money but we should just start i have a friend who has like this investment robot thing that actually works yeah so remind me of that yeah, definitely. And so it tests, tells you like what you what just like test some of the money in that. Yeah, just like money you can lose. Just yeah, exactly. you know to test it out because yeah. he's really confident that it's working. Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing it himself. That's and awesome. And he designed the robot. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Like my friend, for example, um, Bastian, who's like kind of like my mentor at work. He's like a genius at poker. Okay. And like I was just watching him play online poker and he turned twenty five dollars into hundred and fifty dollars in like ten minutes. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, what? Like yeah. why am I not because I was always like, oh like online gambling, like that's really bad. Like that's like Yeah, that's probably totally possible. That's just exactly. numbers. You, exactly, it's just yeah. numbers. He's like, yeah. it's all numbers, it's all like you know, probability and I'm just like seeing him do it and I'm like, Yeah, you're right, like I could do this. If you're not a- yeah. even a bit emotionally attached exactly then you can just uh, just follow the rules exactly and you make money on poker exactly but I, you know you have to do it though exactly you have to sit there and know? he was so good but like imagine it like if even like 
before I go on a night out or something like that, I'll just be like, okay, I'll put like 25 or yeah. 50 euros yeah. into this and then I'll see what happens, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I don't understand why I've never done that, why we think that it's like something bad, like it's yeah. like you're losing money, but it's actually not, it's an investment, Yeah. you know? Like, for example, like that Wii that I have out there, um, I was at a games arcade yeah. and I was playing this game and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really good at this, I can do this. So I was just like, I'm going to do this until I win. So I invested eight euros. Each game was one euro. So I played eight times yeah. and I won the Wii. Wow. And that's like 200 euros or 150 at least. So from eight euros, like yeah. I won that, you know, like, yeah. like what a good investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what game was that? It was like a, it was kind of like a thing. So it had like these blocks, like mm. these blocks of light and they were going do, 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 do. And you had to like staple on each other yeah. to get all the way to the top. So you had to just be like really focused. You had to just count like one, two, three, four, five, go. One, two, three, four, five, go. Okay. And I just like press the button. And like it was really hard for people to do, but like I just cracked the system. Like I just counted. Yeah. You know, I just did. Da, 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 da. Like, so you like, knew when to push it. Exactly. And the thing is, like, you. And your timing was good. Exactly. You were just in the zone. Exactly. Um, I was in the zone yeah. and, I, and I wasn't emotionally attached because yeah. the music, it's the music that it goes. It goes. Da, 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 and it always keeps on going faster when you get and it pumps your adrenaline and people are like <gasps> they get nervous because they're like oh my god I'm almost there and then they fuck up yes oh so my god you said that in perfect picture yeah yeah yeah, yeah because people think instead of being in the flow exactly yeah. and then so you, when you take that away you just focus you go and you're always the same yeah and like they couldn't fucking believe it they were just like no one's ever won this shit yeah. and it was there for ages and I was just like <laughs> that's a great story damn that's very cool this is good this might be a podcast yeah yeah I just have to edit it a bit no just like say you know intro and outro and all that stuff yeah, yeah. be interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine our, that I love our conversations that was some good convo right there <laughs> <laughs> This was the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on your Facebook. If not, then please don't. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>